This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time for you peoples out there. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I was just reading. I saw on a couple different things. Uh, New Jersey, uh, News 12 New Jersey and um, NJ.com. They're reporting that there's a, a rabid fox running around Summit, New Jersey. Oh, I was really hoping you were going to say <laughs> that they uh, were able to get congestion pricing off the table. No, Damn. I have not seen anything well, we about that. We don't live in that. Summit. We don't, but uh, we all live in areas with foxes. And that's the thing with animals. You never know. Like, they'll just... I'll see all these things that go, oh, a fox doesn't want to attack you. Please don't be mean to foxes. They're uh, they're good for uh, eating rodents and all this stuff. Yeah. But then you get one rabid one that goes crazy and starts attacking dogs, and all of a sudden, I'm suspicious. One rotten apple yeah. spoils the lot. Because now I'm suspicious of all the foxes. Yeah. It's so true. Because I don't need a fox attack. And I was, I was thinking about that this morning when I actually saw a fox today. I was like, could I beat up a fox if it attacked me, I would never attack an animal. Right. If but it I'm came saying, after you, basically. If a fox came after me, would I be able to win that fight? I have no idea. Probably not. Well, it's because it would start biting me, right? Yeah, and you probably would panic. And I would panic. But in my panic, would I have such adrenaline that I could kick it far? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about foxes. I thought about that like if an animal attacks my dog. My dog's going to expect me to step in. Yes, of course it would. Right? Not run the other way and call 911. Yeah. Like, uh, whether it's another dog attacking it. Like, I'd have to throw punches at a dog. You would have to do something. Or kick a dog. The last thing you need is someone to take a cell phone video of you walking away and saying, finally, I'm done with this thing. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Hey, Whimsy, it's been fun. See ya. I don't need that on camera, Jerry. No, you don't. I don't need a video. No, of of course. Yeah, I mean, your adrenaline would take over to a certain extent depending upon how much fear you had running through your veins, yeah. too. Um, I don't know, though. That's a good question. Let me. I'll, I'm going to give you a couple examples. You tell me, would you have to jump in? So you're walking your dog, and it's attacked by another dog. Do you jump in? And Yes. Okay. And you're walking down the street with your children, and a dog attacks your child. Do you jump in and punch and beat up the dog? Am I re- do I really have to answer that question? I see, yes. Yeah. All right. A stranger... Down the street is getting attacked by a dog. Will you? Would you go run and help? Call nine one one on the way. Call nine one one on the way, but then try to help out. I think so. Yeah, it I depends think so on what too. kind of dog. Is it a pit bull? Yeah, it's a pit that bull. That might maul me. Ice. It's a pit bull, but Boy, it's like really one, mauling. Man. Yeah, that's a rough one. But it's weird. Anytime I hear about animal attacks, whether it's a dog attacker, it seems to be 
focused on the thing it's attacking. Right, 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 right. And when you come to help it, when you come to help the person, it doesn't seem to attack the the new person that's entering. Right, and because if it does, it'll eat your face. Yeah, because it seems to like <clears throat> know it wants to beat up that first person. Sure, yeah, that yeah, it yeah. encountered. Of course, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, that a lot you just of crazy. laid out. <laughs> yeah, because I saw another video, a second video now. There was a very popular internet video of a kangaroo mm-hmm. putting a dog in a headlock. Really? Yeah. And this guy, it was the guy approached the kangaroo that had his dog in a headlock, and they squared up to box, to fist fight. Right. And the guy punched the kangaroo in the face and let go of the dog. There's another one where a kangaroo, they put dogs in headlocks. I don't know what is going wow. on. Okay. But we don't have kangaroos around here, I don't think. No, all of these are just other examples for you to just stay in your condo. Right. And not go anywhere and get a, get wee-wee pads for whimsy. Yes. I don't need to be uh, getting attacked by dogs, foxes, or kangaroos. Or kangaroos, right. Don't go to Australia. I do want to go to Australia, but I do fear getting attacked by a kangaroo. Uh, second, uh, Jerry, um, do you think... Do you... And this is uh, this is um, focused around Halloween right now. Yeah, <clears throat> there's a uh, complex near me in Bradley Beach that does a very big Halloween display. Nice. Are you helping? No, I mean it's one one uh, couple sets it up. Oh, it's not like the town. I got <clears throat> not the town. Gotcha. One couple sets it up on got their it. property, and it's they have a lot of uh, scary items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not they're not putting up pumpkins and ghosts. They're putting up like skulls and skeletons. No, and... like scary, like the Raggedy Ann doll from the Conjuring movie. Okay, uh, Chucky. Uh, like, like uh, that. well, Chucky's like still kind of comical to me. This is like a an evil looking baby. Okay, like scary looking things. And I was wondering, do you think objects hold energy? Uh, not for me. Not I'm, for I'm sure for some they do. Yeah, I think that's probably... I think it depends on what's going on in your life and within yourself and the way you view things. I do. That it could... I just always... I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine didn't, ironically enough, didn't do it this year, but for as long as I've known him for the last eight years, has gone to great lengths to do crazy Halloween decorations. I don't know if it's as much as what you're talking about, but I mean props... Yeah, the, the lawn it looks like a like a just abandoned cemetery, and then he turns his garage into a fright house. So the kids would come up and they would go in and they scare the living crap out of these kids. And it's funny because we know it's just our friends and costume and everything. My point is, there are some people that will walk past his house and are so freaked out by it, yeah, that think it's an evil property. I laugh at it. I just think it depends on you, where you're at, what's within. And how you view things. I also have to, can't help but think like, okay, here's a uh, scary baby. Mm-hmm. Now, we know, we watch Shark Tank, right? Yes. And then we see like what goes into making a product. A lot sure. goes into it. Absolutely. So think of how much work had to go into them making, like a company made that scary baby. Right. And it just seems weird to me that we would put our resources into making a scary baby toy to put up or display to put up on Halloween. Like a, that's somebody's company. Like, what do you do for that? There's a market, I, but there's a market. I create fake scary babies for Halloween displays. Yeah. Then let me ask you this. If those see like to me, this scary baby that's specifically made 
to be scary on Halloween. Right. I don't think that carries any energy. But I do think, like I've been, I don't know if you've ever been like antiquing where you go to antique shops. <clears throat> Did you just ask me that? Yeah. I have not. But if you've seen. I've been to flea markets. Flea markets, yes. a good example. Yes. Where there's really old like dolls. Mm-hmm. Or really old things that I feel like could hold energy. Like an old doll that kind of looks creepy. If you don't know the backstory to it, yeah, I'm I saying disagree. you don't know the backstory. I disagree then. I, I really believe a lot of that is what's between your ears and you making it something it probably isn't. Yeah. And I think you can really freak people out by giving a backstory, the purpose of it. If it's just a doll, I, I don't believe that to be the case. I saw a weird thing at a flea market in Asbury Park, and it was so intriguing to me in how old it was, mm-hmm. but it is something that I think was is is weird to own. And it was metal signage, like a very heavy, like very high-quality material. Right. Remember like in the however many years ago, there were places down south where if you were white, you would use one water fountain. If you were black, another water fountain. Oh, yeah. You're talking 75 years ago. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. They were like the the signs that were in those restaurants and hotels that were like on the bathroom doors. Really? It was It was so weird. Spooky, right? Yes. Like that's got to be, it's got to give you the chills. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. And, like, to me, if you bought that as a historical thing, I guess, that seems like that holds a weird energy to me. Oh, I agree. Well, to me, it's not an energy. To me, if I put that up in my basement and anyone showed up, be like, all right, racist prick. Yeah, like, what do you do? I don't know what you would I don't do. know what you do with it. Other than it's a weird piece of history because it was for specific... Um, it belongs in a museum yeah. to remind us of our history and how crappy it was. Yeah, that was a weird one. And, and it's always at this one flea market in Ocean Grove that they do. This one guy has all these like really old uh, different things from restaurants and statues and things. And those are always sitting there. And it's always... Yeah, you know why? Because no one wants to buy them. Yeah, it's so weird to just even have out on display. I agree with you. I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the balls to put that out there. And that to me feels like that would have bad uh, mojo energy. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he seems like he's doing all right. He's got them all over the place. He does have them all over. No, it also have like the um, the old. Um, I don't know what you would call them, like the lawn jockeys that look also very racist, like the trolls. Like the no, little... there there used to be the old um, lawn jockeys. Yeah, they're called. I believe they're called lawn jockeys. Okay, and they looked like a, a jockey that would uh, be on the back of a horse. Okay, but. It was very like, um, hmm. I don't know how to explain this. It, kind of, it was it's very like racist looking the way that they're depicted. Hmm. But that's like a whole thing too. Like people collect lawn jockeys and mm. they look kind of weird. Yes, it's just a weird. Like I always just think about the manufacturing part. Like somebody made those. You know, there was like a process where there was like, now someone's making fake vaginas right now. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm talking about. Right. Someone's job. Yeah. Is to make dildos and vaginas. They go to work. Yeah. And they make fake vaginas, fake penises. Right. Penis molds, vagina molds. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure butthole molds. 
Oh, you're correct, Jerry. Did you see the truck that lost an entire... <laughs> it's not a joke, either. I forget where it was. I will Google it. The truck got into an accident, and there were hundreds, if not thousands, of vagina molds mm-hmm. that were all over the street. <laughs> thousands of vagina. It was in the New York Post on Saturday, I believe. What percentage... Of the male population, Jerry, between the ages of 18 and death, do you think own a fake vagina mold? Between what ages? Like uh, from adult, so 18 till death. All males 18 and over, what percentage? 1%. 1%. Yeah. I mean, it's not even something I would even, I never even thought about. Yeah. Here's your your headline. Thousands fell out of that truck. Here's your headline. October 8th, 2023, New York Post. Hundreds of vagina plaster casts spill on the road after crash. Yeah. This happened in hundreds, not thousands. Hundreds I'm sorry. Of hundreds of vagina molds. Uh, they were en route to an art gallery. Okay. And they tumbled on a road in Russia last month after a traffic accident. Ooh, in Russia. I didn't even think that'd be allowed in Russia. And the photo is bizarre. Vagina molds. There's just vagina everywhere. Yeah. Weird. I know, like... um I don't know if they still do this, but like in the 90s when porn stars, when you knew the names of porn stars, it was, you know, Jenna Jameson. Can't think of anyone else. But, mm-hmm. they, you know, they were more known. Like in the 90s, vivid girls were like known. Yeah. Or maybe I just didn't She probably the, was the premier one, right? Jenna Jameson? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like or the most well-known, I would yeah. think. But they would have uh, molds of their particular yeah. vaginas. That they would sell when they would go do strip club appearances mm-hmm. and things. And people would buy those for I guess sure. people would buy them. Yeah. But you're, you don't have the whole body, like it's just the, the, right. the rubber vagina. And what do you do with it? You, you hit it? Make love to it. Oh, so it's not just a plaster, it's it's the actual like like rubber silicone yeah. whatever they use to. And then yeah, you, have, you make love to it. You ever had one? I have not. You ever buy one? No. Did you ever want to? No. Were you ever given one? I was not. I told you I tried that pump that I was given. <laughs> yes, I know. So I, I would a, admit to you if I did. I had a friend of mine give uh, me and two of our other friends something like that. I could. There was no way. You weren't even going to try Now, it. if I was single, I don't know. There's no way. And I felt bad because I think he spent $50 on each of them. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard Maybe they were more. expensive. I, I felt horrible, but I threw it out. I'm going to do with that. But if for nothing else, could you imagine if one of my kids just finds it in the closet? Right. Like, what the hell is this? So, Or you die and then your wife's cleaning out your stuff. She's like, a fake rubber vagina? Yeah, I will tell you right now. And God help me. I hope this doesn't happen anytime yeah. soon. But if that did happen, I am very confident in saying my wife will find it nothing in our house. Okay, good. <laughs> in that way. <laughs> I got nothing. Nothing. That's got to be strange for a husband or wife. More more so for a wife if their husband passes. And yeah. when they're cleaning out the stuff, they find like a locked drawer. Or like a locked. You're probably very nervous to see what's in oh, it. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 That is true. Because you don't want to see what's in Who knows? People have secrets, Jerry. Most do. I don't have I don't any think everyone them. does. Most do. What percentage of women 18 or older do you think have a vibrator or dildo? 75%. Wow. It's a different time right now. Yeah. And it's a different product than a rubber vagina for a guy. Yes. I think I you're think correct. I think it's much different. I think you're right. I'm thinking 75% as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. If you're saying like 18 to 18, 60. 18 and over. 18 and over. Yeah, I'd say 
at what age do you think the woman goes, ah, it's time to get rid of this? Dead. Dead. Death. So even like a 90-year-old grandmother who's still alive. Here's what I think. I think they look at it and say, why did I ever marry him? I could have married this. Because <laughs> this. No, no pain in the ass. Hmm. <laughs> I Listen, I don't know. If you're talking about a 90-year-old, I mean, sure. But, like, you know, you watch, as we always talk about, people appear much younger than they are now. Yes. Like, there's the one commercial of Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jason Bateman, I think, is 56. He looks like he's 30 Oh, in yeah, the he looks tremendous. So, like, a lot of these, even though I was, I was watching a stand-up, thing that uh, passed through my YouTube feed a couple of days ago. Rita, Rita Rudner, is that her name? Yeah. And she's 60, and she's talking about what sex is like at 60. Like, doesn't sound like she's looking to slow down anytime soon. She looks good. But when we were kids, did you think of 60-year-olds no. and 70-year-olds having sex? Jerry, I didn't think of 40-year-olds <laughs> having sex. Fair enough. Point is, I... I don't know. I don't know when that ends. Um, we're not there yet. Well, it's like, I uh, think. you know, Suzanne Summers just passed away. Uh, she was still very active. Oh, she talked about having sex multiple times a day with her Correct. old man husband. Correct. They were both old. Yeah. So he had to be popping Viagras. Maybe. To go multiple times a day. Uh, unless he didn't. Unless not he everyone was, needs it. Unless he was super horned up. Maybe he was. Maybe she did it to him. Yeah. You know? And that's good for them. That's phenomenal. So I don't know what I don't know to answer your question at what age that ends. I have no idea, but I, I don't know. Hmm. I think it's older than you think. So you think only one percent of men have a rubber vagina, but seventy five percent of women have a vibrator or a dildo. That would be my that guess. Pretty good. That's yes. a pretty good guess. That would be my guess because I don't think it's weird for a woman to have that. I it, do think it's odd for a man to have. One. I agree. But even if 1% of men have that, it's yeah. a lot of rubber thousands vaginas. Thousands upon thousands of men yeah. across the world. That's yes. a lot of rubber vaginas uh, that are being manufactured somewhere, just like there's a factory somewhere making anal beads. Like, we have to think about these things. Yes. So many weird um, things. Al, as Gio has brought up before on yeah. the show, there is a manufacturer that makes rubber feet with vagina slits in it. Right. That like, is the weirdest one. That's a one. thing for yeah. some people. That is a weird what? one. That is a strange one, Jerry. I mean, give me a break. The so, foot fetish, where it comes from, I under, I do understand. Yeah, I know. You've discussed this before. I, I don't understand why you would put a fake vagina on the foot. Like, that is weird. Because they can. And some sicko out there is going to buy it. <laughs> I don't know. So weird. I don't know. Uh, to each his own. You want to bang a foot? Bang a foot. <laughs> What do I care? Do you. What are you doing this weekend? Banging a foot. You're not going to look down on that person, right, Jerry? I don't. I, Al, when I, when I say this, I mean it. I don't give a crap what people do in, the, in their privacy. I don't mean illegal stuff. I don't mean violent stuff. If you ain't hurting anybody, go bang an air conditioning vent if you want. Don't care. You would not mind that. Do not care. Hey, look, a garden hose. <clears throat> Go for it. One thing I will say that I bet, you know, since pornography has moved from VHS mm-hmm. to DVD to now on the internet. Yeah. It's probably good in that when people pass away and your loved ones are looking for your stuff, they're not going to most likely not even going to find pornography anymore because it's all online. That will, sure. You're you know, not going to find a box full of uh, 
triple X rated movies. Right. That is true. Which could be very embarrassing or it could make you sad. Not going to find it on there. Yeah, probably. This is all online. That's probably true. Because there was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode many years ago when when, uh, you still had pornography at home where Larry and his friend had a deal that if one died, they knew where the hidden pornography was and they would help get rid of it. Which was, that's a nice thing for a friend to do. You and I could have had that deal, but we don't have pornography in our homes anymore. No, we do not. That is very true. I don't have anything. There is nothing you could look for in my home that would be embarrassing. I yeah, mean, I don't think us either. Yeah. No, no, nothing. No. You could go through all my drawers. You could sneak around all you want, Jerry. What about your you're... collection of lube? Collection of lube? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, not, I don't think there's anything that I would be like ashamed of if Which my mom. Which is a good thing if your mom had to go through your stuff or yeah. your sister. Yeah, if my mom or my sisters had or to go nephew, through my stuff. Or your or niece. My, right. Yeah. There's nothing that'd be like, this is disgusting. Right. Yeah, no, I hear you. You know. I think we're the same way. Not always the case, though. There right. Were Back penthouse. in the day you had. I never, you know, it's funny. I never had those things. Penthouse magazine? No. Nope. Playboys? No. No, I had a friend of mine that got them, so it's not like I didn't see them, but never in the house. So you never, never. had VHS pornography? No. No, I didn't. Wow. Uh-uh. Well, you were married early. I was, yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I was out of the house at 20, I mean, I wasn't young. I guess I was home until uh, I was engaged at 24, I guess I moved out, and married at 25. I wonder what my family would have done had I passed away younger when I had VHS tapes because they were labeled. Watch them. They were labeled like the who at giant stadium, Bruce Springsteen at Nassau Coliseum. So they were, they would have never watched them. Do you think they would have thrown them out or been like, let's save save them who concert that he loves so much. Look at how, look how worn this tape is. He must really love the who that I could see. And they'll try and figure out why the tape was sticky, but. Right. At the end of the day, they probably would have never used it. Right. They would never have popped yeah, it in VCR. Think so. I don't think they would have watched it. Unless they were having one of those days where they wanted to think of Alan, the things he liked so yeah. much. He so much loved the Who 1989 concert. Right. Let's watch it. And then, of course, your mom would pop the tape in. It would be mid-scene, penis down the throat. <laughs> like, like, that's the last thing you would have wanted her to see. That I don't want that the memory to be. <laughs> right. But at least it wasn't you on the tape. <laughs> Correct. So Right, that's gotta be the other thing. If someone found tapes back in the day, but like, sure, sure. Is this my it's husband? Another thing I've never done. Me neither. Mm-mm. No one needs to see that, Jerry. No, or the girl. Like that's Right. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Yep. What percentage of people do you think now? Yeah. Fifty percent. Wow. I really do believe have, have filmed some sort of sexual of encounter. Like, I think if you were talking pre-camera phones, mm-hmm. phone cameras, whatever you want to call them, I think that number is like 2, 3, 4%. You're talking about a, a camera, even the mini camera. You're talking mini about... Mini camera. You got, I don't know. It's like you think yeah, you're right. right. It's a whole setup. Uh, terrible. Right. I think with the phones now, I really do think that number is like 40 to 50% of couples. <laughs> I think that's possible. Right. You could just lean the phone up against anything. Yeah, and it's always near you. Yeah. I wonder what percentage now of people 
sneak record. That I don't. I don't, want, I don't want to know what that what that percentage is. Yeah. That sounds awful. Like especially if you're not in a relationship and it's just like a, a dude hooking up with Can't random women. Can't you go women. to jail for that though? Yeah, if I you then so. post that. Oh, if you post it for hundred percent. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that whole idea of meeting someone, going home and sleeping with them in this day and age now sounds horrible to me. Seems crazy. Like you're gonna wake up with you know your penis falling off. Right. Diseases, Ugh. Jerry. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. They wake up with some. The vagina falls off. No, I wasn't going to say that. Oh. Like a rash. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. That just sounds awful. Sure like you does. don't know who anybody... Oh. Yeah, who are you people anymore? Right, exactly. Who are you filthy who people? Who are you people? All right, Jerry, let's do a warm-up show. Yeah, Eddie, have a field day with that one. Eddie's head's going to explode from all the drops you get out of this show. Yeah, I know. But I don't. you know what? We're having a conversation. What are we supposed to do? Jerry, we're just uh, talking. That's all. Yeah. About life. This all started with... Rabbit foxes, objects having energy, and ended with rubber vaginas. Yes. Again, New York Post story. Right. New York Post story. Yep. All right. Warm-up show next on tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll see you then. So. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Mike Piazza has now hit more home runs than any catcher in the history of Major League Baseball. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And the Rangers did win, and the uh, Devils did lose. Hey, the Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? Imagine, imagine, imagine what a world it would be. And then across from me, his name is uh, Albert Vincent Dukes. What's up? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Does that mean the New York Rangers are undefeated so New far? New York? No, they're 2-1. and one. Oh, 2 and one. Okay. The Devils 1-1-1. One, one, and one. All right. I must have missed the All loss right. maybe over the weekend. I'll tell you real quick, yeah. and then we'll move on. Madison Square Garden last night. I know season opener. I get that. There's a lot of excitement. You would have thought it was game six of the playoffs with how loud that place that was right? last night. It really is unbelievable. Yeah. Trocek with the power play goal. You had a penalty shot that uh, Igor Shosturkin stopped. 
game three of the season, and they were like, pretty. it's really pretty awesome. They're pumped. Great atmosphere, yeah. Great yeah. atmosphere. And another great atmosphere down in Philadelphia. I watched those oh, highlights when I woke up this morning. Unbelievable. The Phillies won. Uh, they had three home runs in the first two innings, right? Yeah, well, how about two in the first, like, six pitches? How about, how about this, Jerry? One in the first one pitch. Yes. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, we love the Schwarber. Well, we don't love him, but. Oh, man, when he hit that that smoking line drive out of, he, he knew it for a second to left. That's got to be such a great oh, feeling. Oh, my God. Especially in an atmosphere like that. The He said he was, He because I did get to a little bit of his post-game yeah. press conference, because I was I couldn't find Zach Wheeler post-game. I'm sure he spoke. I couldn't find it anywhere. And Wheeler, another dazzling performance, of course. Um, he said, it's amazing. Wheeler goes out there. The place is electric, and he's got to keep himself composed. He goes, I'm taking swings in the batting cage, waiting for the top of the first to end because I'm ready to throw up. I'm so nervous. And there's Wheeler, just calm, cool, and collected. But that's your guy, Schwarber. Schwarber, homers. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, homers. Oh, and Nick Castellanos. That Nick guy's Castellanos. homer. Non- What's his name? Castellanos. That's what you say. Well, that's what they. That's what he pronounces. I oh, know. that's his choice. I, I guess. Say. I guess now those people get to say <laughs> how they pronounce their names. So he homered again. Yeah, he homered again. And I did read Eddie. I'll like this because it's uh, birthday related. That uh, Bryce Harper hit a home run on his birthday. Jerry, only the fourth person in postseason history to hit a home run on their birthday. Did you happen to ca- catch who the other ones are? I didn't know he was one of oh, any. Okay, so fair no, enough, Jerry. I did not. One is a. Classic 1980s baseball player hit a home run on his birthday in the Hal McCray. <laughs> Jerry, you are so close. Am I really? Yes. <laughs> Who is it? His teammate. Who? Willie Mays Akins. <laughs> Kansas City right. Royals. There you go. I don't know why that just <laughs> <Wow>. came out. <laughs> That's you, pretty funny. You almost pulled out the right name. <laughs> okay. It was Willie Mays Akins. Okay. Colton Wong and Evan oh. Longoria. Was Colton Wong with the Cardinals at the time? I'm not sure. Okay. I just know my my in nineteen eighties baseball players. I've never heard of Colton Wong myself. Oh come on! Yes, I don't you know have. who that is. Yes, you have. No, I don't. Played with the Cardinals during the nineteen eighties. No, not no. Then Recently. Let me ask you this: Did he Recently. play with uh, Mark McGuire? Because no. those are the Cardinals I know. No. Recently. Oh, very. When recently. you stopped watching baseball <laughs> again, <laughs> Gary, I uh, stopped during the strike of nineteen ninety four. I know. You did. I still, I know. Having a silent protest. I understand. You watched, though, in 2000 when the I Mets didn't. played the Yankees. Um, I hope, I think. In 2000? No, I didn't. You didn't watch the Subway Series? I did not. I was living in Florida. Didn't even think about it. Really? Yeah. That's a Mets fan. <laughs> well, I, I, I uh, baseball quit on me. I quit on them. Wow. But I thought you, you said, go on strike on me. I go you, on strike against you. I thought you said you came back with the McGuire stuff. For a short while, Jerry, just for that uh, okay. home run chase. Right. Then I bailed again. Then I came back in 2007 when I came to work at WFA, and I was like, uh, the Mets still play? Could you guys explain? Just tell me what's happened in the last uh, seven, uh, 13 years. Catch me up. Because <laughs> all of a sudden, everyone loves Mike Piazza more than Gary Carter. And yeah. I, when did that happen, Jerry? Well, uh, I was gone. I understand. Well, I was on another planet. Yeah, I guess so. Damn. And then I see, this is great, too. So not only Zach Wheeler out there throwing uh, great pitching when the Mets got rid of him. Then you had, uh, uh, who was the first uh, Texas Rangers pitcher? The Nathan Avaldi. Oh, Nathan Avaldi last night. Then uh, Oh, Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So funny to see guys that we've discarded. Yes. Just I agree. rolling in the playoffs. I agree. So yesterday it was Nathan Avaldi, 
And now the Texas Rangers are up 2-0. You know they're 7-0 in the playoffs? I did see that. Jamie. They have not lost a game yet. And yeah. yesterday was remarkable because they put a bunch of runs up in the first inning. And that, that Astros crowd was stunned. And now they get to go back to Texas. I'm not saying they're going to win. I think it was, what is it, 2-3-2? Two, two. I imagine that's what it is. Maybe they will sweep them. I have no idea. But right now, the Rangers are rolling, and that offense is fun to watch. It's yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Really is pretty. And I got to the game late. Like, I put the game on. I was in between things. I only got to watch about a half hour. I turned the game on, and it was 4 nothing already. I'm like, it just started. Yeah. So, And I missed all the offense in the first inning. Do they have as good as atmosphere as Philadelphia does? Um, no, I, there's something for some reason, and I don't, I can't explain this. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. There's something about an outdoor stadium, a little chill in the air is just different than the indoor atmosphere. And I don't know yeah. why that is, is Texas. When I went, the place was, it was a sellout crowd. Um, it was loud. It, the atmosphere was great. I don't know. And I, I'm taking city field and Yankee stadium into account here too. I don't know that there's a better home crowd than the Philly crowd when they're into it like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool to watch. And I hate Philadelphia. Like it seems like the they're city. standing for for three hours. Yeah. And into it. Home runs are, yeah, I mean and it's so awesome. Like the, the first batter in the bottom of the first first pitch home run. I mean that, that's gonna oh, keep, get you going, yeah. That's gonna keep you rocking and rolling. And it helps that you've got forget Schwaber for a second. It helps that you got a guy in Bryce Harper that in the postseason turns into Superman. And it seems like every time he goes up there, he's going to get a big hit. He's just, he's been that good. Yeah, it's Like cool. I said, big L for me on that one. I might become a Phillies fan, I guess. I feel like you're halfway there already. <laughs> I am halfway there. Yeah, I mean, you went to see Rutgers on Saturday. I could see you go, let's see, Philadelphia. I could see you flying to Arizona to watch your Phillies over the weekend. <laughs> Show up in Arizona with a Phillies jersey That on. would be hilarious. Whose jersey? I'd have to get a throwback 1980s. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt's a good one. Anybody wears the Pete Carlton. Rose jersey anymore? Mm. We think that's kind of. Eh. I think the Pete Rose jerseys are more in Cincinnati. I bet they still like yeah, Pete I, Rose. Man, yes, I think in Philadelphia they probably do too, though. He's still one of their guys. He is. I was trying to think of someone cool who else was like Bake McBride jersey. Bake McBride. <laughs> Where do you even come up with that? <laughs> How about a Ryan Howard jersey? No, because no, I didn't like him. Because because uh, what? Because you he, didn't watch baseball. Because he was po- he was very popular when uh, the Mets were having a hard time with the Phillies. Oh, okay, got so it. So he's out. So he's out. It's got to be 1980s or now. Correct. Okay, fair enough. That's correct. Jerry. John Cruck. That's, That's a, a good, good one. one. John Cruck. That would be a good one. Greg Luzinski. <laughs> I might I get his jersey. You can't buy a Greg Luzinski. Oh jersey. yes, I can. You think so? You think if I go to Fanatics, I can get a great, not one that I have to make. Correct. You think if I go to the Phillies fan shop, you <laughs> Could think you I get a Greg Luzinski? No, I don't think you're going to be able to get one of those. No way. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think so. I'm going to check right now as you bring up the next topic. I had a Greg Luzinski Little League wooden bat that I used to use. Okay. The year I got no hits. That doesn't surprise me. Hey, good for you, as they say. Hey, good for you. Jerry, your Dallas Cowboys improved to 4-2 and two last night. Real quick, the, yeah. the first two that you see on the on the Phillies page on Fanatics, Bryce Harper, Mike Schmidt. Wow. Those are the top two. And then after that, you get to Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos, Ranger Suarez, JT Realmuto. Ooh, there, this is a good one for you. Jason Bohm. You don't even know who that is. <laughs> I've heard of him. 
<laughs> I don't know what position he plays. And you want to know which one is one of the most expensive ones? What? Pete Rose. Is that right? Yep. $175 code needed. Otherwise, it's $249. All right. So the, I guess that answers our question. They I guess do so. still like the Pete Rose there in Philadelphia. <laughs> yes. So your Cowboys won uh, last night, Jerry. Not a great game. Not an offensive explosion. 2017 Cowboys win. Yeah. I did watch the uh, beautiful highlight package. I mean, it was all right. It was fine. I, what's so funny about these games is that the Chargers go right down the field and score quick. I mean, yeah. quick. And you're thinking, oh, God, I mean, what is going on with this Cowboys defense? And from that point forward, I thought they played great. I thought there was the one spot in the game. Was it 10-7? It was the third quarter because the Chargers were going left, right, left to right. I think they were on left to right. I understand what the analytics. I'm so sick and effing tired of these analytics. Now, I'm glad in this case it didn't work out for them, but they've got a fourth and one. You're down by three. We get so cute with these games. Like, I understand that you want to go for it all the time, but I don't know. To me, just tie the damn game. It's a low-scoring affair. The defenses are playing great, and the Cowboys, and not only, it wasn't even fourth and one. It was fourth and, like, half a yard, and they're throwing the ball in the end zone. Like, if you're going to do that, it, I, I don't know. I, I just I look at Brandon Staley sometimes and take the stupid sheet and throw it out the window. Tie the game. Make the Cowboys take the lead again. Instead, he goes for it. They ultimately did tie the game instead of taking the lead. Um, and then, the ca- and then as always, Justin Herbert, what does he do? He throws the game-ending pick. There was a stat that said it's his, thir- hmm, his 13th fourth-quarter interception when the when the deficit or lead is within one score, most of all time. So he's th- he's forcing a lot of balls there. I guess. I, and, then, and there were another couple, like Deron Bland missed one that was right, and he had a great break on the ball in the third quarter. That could have been a pick six. Um, he had one ball he threw up for grabs in the second quarter. It could have been intercepted. And I wonder, I don't get the sense the Chargers have much of a fan base out there. We know that. I mean, hell, that looked like a Cowboy home game more than a Charger home game. If he was in New York, we'd be killing this guy. Yeah. Like, he's got really good – he throws for a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, but my God, does he throw a lot of interceptions, and they don't win. You know what's weird, though? I did see that uh, the – do you think in San Diego they still root for the Chargers or not? I don't think they ever rooted for them in San Diego, (laughs) quite frankly. Because, you know what's weird? I I saw a story in the sports radio news that I follow that the San Diego sports station Mm -hmm. is, like, really – Good rating. I was doing well. Talking about what? I guess the Chargers. Well, the, you know, not for nothing, but the last couple of years, the Padres have spent so much money. Yeah. Uh, and they've brought in some interesting uh, characters and personalities. I could see the Padres being a little more interesting now to talk about. The Chargers, it is the NFL. I mean, yeah, I, I guess they're talking Chargers. You know what I want to do one week, Jerry? Listen to another city sports radio. Correct. Yeah. You know what I want to do is, is like, uh, I'm going to do a Monday through Friday situation. I'm going to listen to a different city. One where I'm like, what are they talking about? Sure. San Diego. That's the only one I could think of right now. But I just want to see what's going on on these things, Jerry. Yeah. And if they have any good ideas, I'm going to rip them right off. Because what else would it be? I don't know. They don't have a hockey team. They don't have a basketball team. No. I, I mean, are they talking college sports? 
I, I don't know. Yeah. I would think it's got to be Padres I'm, Chargers. I'm going to find out and report back to you. Maybe today I'm going to listen to San Diego Sports Talk. I would be interesting because I'd love to know if they're burying Justin Herbert. Okay. I'll report back night. to you, Jerry. Because they're what? They're two and two and three now or two and four? They're very disappointing. Two and three, I think. I Yes, that's my point. Like we sit here and we with a magnifying glass just crush Zach Wilson on a daily basis. Like if Zach Wilson threw that ball last night, the the narrative would be can't do you can't do that. I mean, you just, he's not an NFL quarterback. You can't make that throw in that spot. You know, I. But we also laud him because not not Zach Wilson, but Justin Herbert because his stats are great. What an arm! How about winning? It's like the Chargers from the nineteen eighties. I mean, they they played well, but they never never won anything. Never won anything. Nope. Like Dan Fouch, Charlie Joyner, Wes Chandler, Chuck never Muncy. won a damn thing. That's very true. Kellen Winslow. Yeah. Before he had the terrible son of his. Yeah, that didn't go so good. Yeah. I mean, that guy was riding high, Jerry. Then had that stupid son of his. That's why I don't have children. I don't want a Kellen Winslow Jr. situation popping out of, I was going to say popping out of me, but I don't. I mean, that would be weird. I'm not the one who gives birth. If that happened, that'd be strange. Really weird. But what if you, I mean, you could have been uh, Cecil Fielder and had Prince. Right, or Ken Griffey Sr. And had had Ken Ken Griffey Griffey Jr. Jr. That's true. I mean, there's a lot of examples of great players that had great kids. Yeah, that's true too, Jerry. What a roll of the dice this. Yes. What a roll of the dice life is, Jerry. You never know. And I thought Dak played, I actually thought he played great. He had, I know the stats may not say that he was awesome, but I thought he escaped the uh, the pressure numerous times, made great plays. I thought he was really good last night. He had a tremendous fourth and one where he faked the handoff. The touchdown. And just ran it himself, and everyone went to the yeah. the runner. Well, and that's the – I'm pretty sure that that's that run-pass option. Yes. I think he's reading the play. I don't know how that that is not fumbled more. Well, even in the slow-motion replay of it – It moved. It moved. Yes. <laughs> and all you needed was to drop the yes. ball there. I mean, God – but that was a great play, and he took it right up for uh, – the other big play in this game – was on the Cowboys' go-ahead uh, field goal drive that put them ahead 20-17. to 17. They had a third at the penalties in this game. I don't know how much you noticed in the package you watched. Well, I, in, in reading the oh article about it, God. They, they said it was a, a, it was a heavy, penalty heavy fest. penalty game. So did you see the play third and 19? The Chargers committed not one, but two penalties. No, they did not show that. I mean, you got to be. It's third and 19. It's a tie game. I want to say there's probably... F- I want to say four minutes to go in the game, somewhere, maybe four or five minutes, something like that. And you're thinking, just don't do anything stupid. You're getting the ball, and a field goal will probably win. And you get two defensive penalties that gave the Cowboys a first down. And then you had the... It was uh, third and 19, and they gave the Cowboys a first down on penalties? Defensive holding, five yards, automatic first down. Yeah, and then the Cowboys converted a... I think it was a third and seven around midfield where it also looked like the Chargers might get off the field. And he threw a laser to C.D. Lamb uh, along the sideline that he caught. Uh, But just, yeah, the penalties were just unbelievable. Penalties took away one touchdown for sure on the Chargers down the left sideline, I believe. And I think there was another one that 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 negated like a a 30-yard pass play. Just two of the holding. And I know these guys are big, strong, and fast, but God, just too much. A lot of holding. A lot of penalties. Yeah, yeah I don't. I you know, it's funny. Penalty. I don't even know what the number was because you get the, um, you know, when you have penalties that are declined. Yeah. But if I go to, did you happen to see what the number of penalties? I did, was? but I I know it was a a point 
of the article I was reading because they were both oh, the, yeah. the they Cowboys combined and the for twenty penalties in the game, eleven for the Cowboys, nine for the Chargers. That totaled about a hundred and seventy yards of field position. Yeah, that's too much. It's just too much. It's Hard too to much. watch. Hard to watch. So, so all right, is, let's take our quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more to do. Um, not sure what that is, but uh, Al will tell us when we uh, oh, I got stuff get here, back Jerry. on the other side. I hope so. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, great to have you with us, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, on this uh, Tuesday. They have, a, they have a distinct sound. Yeah. I don't know this song, but I kind of figured it was them. Uh, anyhow, it is Alan Jerry until 6 o'clock. We got Boomer. Matter of fact, Boomer was on the uh, Monday evening quarterback with uh, Adam Shine and Steve Berline last night. The guy's all over the place. Yeah, it's on our uh, television sets in here, Jerry. I know, on a, a little replay. I yeah. wonder if he's got five favorite teams. I wonder. All right, so week mm. six is in the books now. The Cowboys beat the Chargers last night, and it is time to unveil for the seventh time this season because you had a list going into the season. I did. Now, so, so for the seventh time this season, we pause, we step back, we listen, we think, we react, we wonder. What is... Al's fraudulent five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry. These are teams I'm currently rooting for in the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys. Number one, Jerry, the New York Jets. I am back <laughs> on the Zach Wilson bandwagon. Oh, the you're Ron hilarious. bandwagon. I am all in. I'm going to enjoy this week off after a sweet victory. And then they get to play the Giants, which is just going to be delicious, as we say. Yeah, yes, or it could be season turning. Well, in the other way. All right. So the Jets, number one, number two, Dallas Cowboys. Nice, uh, shocking, nice fresh win for them. They were almost going to get off the list if they got bounced twice. Did in you a row. keep them on the list after the disgusting loss to the Niners? I did. You I did, kept huh? them on the list, I, but that? I put them on notice. Oh, but I'm sure Jerry Jones heard. Yeah, he heard. Mike and McCarthy heard. Yeah, they turned it around last night. Number three, Jerry, even though they lost, 
I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in danger of falling off the list. I'm, I'm impressed. But still rooting for the Buccaneers. I'm very impressed. That's three right there? That's, That's three. Number four, Miami Dolphins. You, again, you can't have the Jets Woo-hoo! and the Dolphins on the same list. Oh. Well, I can this week. D-D-D. They're fun to watch, Jerry. Even though they went down 14 nothing to the uh, Panthers. Would you ever put the Cowboys and the Eagles on the same list? No. Then you can't the put the Jets and the Dolphins. Well, right now I can because they oh. are still fun to watch. Fine. And finally, Jerry, number five, Detroit Lions. Even though they did beat my Buccaneers. So two of your bum, favorite bum, teams bum. played each other Sunday? That's correct. That's kind of weird. It is weird. Granted, that's a little weird. strange. That is a little bit odd. And that's my fraudulent five list for week whatever we're at. Uh, week six. In the National Football League. Absolutely, Jerry. Now, before I came on the air this morning, I like to uh, peruse Instagram, Jerry, you know, like to see what's going on in the world. Babes and bikinis. Babes and bikinis. Yeah, for whatever reason, Instagram sent to me a bunch of whatever like... whatever uh, reason, you're a pervert. <laughs> Instagram sent to me a bunch of uh, like women in their 40s and I, 50s wearing bikinis. Yes. Pretty good. That's because they're watching you. Pretty and they, good. And they know what you like to peruse. <laughs> they don't know nothing, Jerry. Do you know the letters M-I-L-F? <laughs> anyway, I also follow Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And he had a very awkward ad for Verizon when I popped on. Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, really? yeah. It looked like it was supposed to be not an ad, like it looked so casual. Okay. It was just Aaron Rodgers sitting there, and he's holding his phone. He goes, do you know that you can turn in your iPhone to get this new titanium only through Verizon? It looked so... You personal. liked it or you didn't like it? No, it was... Hacky. I'll tell you what, though. You're talking about it. I am talking about it. It was hacky because, one, he was clearly, like, reading. Right. Two, I don't like when guys that have a lot of money do ads, especially. <laughs> I'm Boomer Esaias. serious? <laughs> what a jackass. I mean, a lot, a lot of money, like Aaron Rodgers. I'm Boomer Esaias. He does not have a lot of money. <laughs> yes, he does. Not like that. He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, well, money. I, yes, he played 30 years prior to the monster money. That is true. And also, Boomer is a employee of the radio station. We do live commercials. That is true. So that's part of uh, sure. working here. Yes, that's Aaron true. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to do commercials. He chooses to do them. Yes. It's just funny for a guy who's so outspoken mm-hmm. about uh, uh, people's freedoms and people's all this stuff. That he chose to um, do an ad for the iPhone and getting a new one when uh, we hear all about how terrible it is to get the cobalt to get the iPhone. I wanted to comment on it, but he took comments off. Oh, you couldn't get to him. Coward's way out. You couldn't get to him. We don't need a new iPhone every year. We just don't. Is it every year or is it every six months? That's what it feels like. Like... For all that I hear about uh, our our resources and the, yeah. all these other, we do, it doesn't improve that great. Like if you look I don't at like, disagree with you. If you look at like the iPhone six to now, yeah, huge improvements. But like thirteen to fourteen to fifteen, like just come well, on. What else could they possibly do? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know what they're doing. I well, agree. Mr. Aaron Rodgers is involved. The advancements you would think are minimal at yes. this point. Very minimal at this point. Uh, I see Rex Ryan is commenting on uh, the Bill Belichick and his New England Patriots, Jerry. He said, uh, Rex Ryan, when asked about the Patriots, quote, this team sucks. <laughs> now he's not wrong. <laughs> 
He's not wrong. He's a hundred percent right. I've, but if I'm Bill Belichick, I'm you know you know who sucked Rex you. Right. <laughs> now he did say nice things about Bill Belichick after he said I'm the sure Patriots suck. And, and the he, Patriots do suck. He's impressed by their defense. I guess he's thinking Rex yeah. Ryan thinking that their offense really well, sucks. Well, that's be, and that's why when Tiki last week was talking about, hey, if the Jets think they want to go out and get Kirk Cousins, you better act quick because I think Tiki said yeah. I could see the Patriots making a move. And the first thought was, if you get a competent quarterback and then someone like Kirk Cousins, who's better than that, who's really good with that defense, they might turn it around very quickly yeah. and leave you in the dust. So I do agree. Their defense keeps them in games every week. The problem is they don't score. I think Mac Jones, I know it was only two games, but I think they said, uh, what was it? Uh, he sucks. The Red Sox had scored more runs than the Patriots' offense had scored points in October. Well, that's not good. <laughs> Going into uh, Sunday. Well, it was only two games where they lost to the Cowboys 30-something nothing, and then they lost 38-3 or something yeah. to the Saints, I think it was. I forget. But, yeah, they got their ass kicked. Yeah. Then there was the rumors uh, going around in uh, football, amongst the football people yesterday, that Rex Ryan was being considered to go become in defensive Denver. quarter. Yeah, in Denver. And then uh, Adam Schefter said, that's not happening. And then Pat McAfee said, who's your source? He said, Rex Ryan. Right. <laughs> well, guess that's not happening. <laughs> I don't want Rex as defensive coordinator. I don't want him. I want him as a head coach. Yeah, come on, let's go. I want Rex somewhere. Me too. Not. A, I, I. I hate when our great coaches, great personalities, go into the broadcast booth instead of coaching. Speaking of that, you know, Jimmy Johnson was at the Cowboy game last night. I don't know if you saw that. I did not at all. see this. Now he does Fox NFL Sunday, which is filmed in Los Angeles. So as they show him coming back from commercial. Joe Buck is like, ah, look who's in the building, Jimmy Johnson. He was with, I don't know if it was his son or someone from Fox. I couldn't, they didn't really get into that. And Troy Aikman goes, funny to see him here. Last place I'd ever expect Jimmy Johnson is at a football game. <laughs> like, well, what? And then he went on to say how he basically flies in, does the show, and gets the hell out of town. And he's back to his normal life, which is not watching football. Really? So how how is he ready every Sunday? I don't know. Like, he made it seem like Jimmy Johnson's allergic to football these days and just isn't interested. I mean, that show. Terry Bradshaw's a disaster these days. Jimmy Johnson's not watching anything. <laughs> yeah, that show needs some changes, Jerry. Holy cow. We need to get some young blood in there. Well, yeah, I suppose. Who do they have? It's You still have uh, Howie Long is still there, Howie right? Howie Long, yep. You got Bradshaw, you got Jimmy Johnson. I'm missing one. I think there's one more guy. Kurt Menefee? Well, he'd be the host. I feel like there's one more person. Yeah, I feel like on there's one panel. more person too. Um, Jay Glazer. Yeah, but he doesn't Another sit there player, for the entire. Yeah, he doesn't sit there for the entire. Strahan. Yeah, that's Michael who it is. Strahan. Michael Strahan. Who's now there? There's the younger guy. Yeah, and Tony Gonzalez. Does he still do stuff for them? Uh, might be. Yes, yeah. because he left CBS to be closer to home and wound up in, with Fox in Los Angeles. Michael Strahan's a younger. You think I'm older or younger than Michael older. Strahan? Oh, older. Damn. Yeah, Michael, because Michael Damn Strahan, uh, Michael Strahan retired. Let's see, you're 54. Oh, I am. I'm if I'm say, older I'm than Michael say, Strahan, I'm leaving. I'm going to say Strahan is right now 49. Oh boy, you don't right. even think he celebrated 51. This? He's 51. Man. So there you Sick go. Sick of being older than guys, Jerry. Yeah. Sick of it. By the way, I did see uh, Bill Belichick. Who's got more worldly experience? You are Michael Strahan. Me. <laughs> 
I see Bill Bel- Bill Belichick, Jerry, is closing in on the all-time NFL record for losses. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You know what that means? What's it means that? he's been a head coach for a really long time. You yeah. know who's on that list? Tom Landry. Yes. In fact, with nine more losses, which is potential <clears throat> for this year, <laughs> nine more losses, Jerry, he's going to break a couple records. Okay. Uh, the most losses ever, well, he has 157. Mm-hmm. Most losses ever is a Dan Reeves and Jeff Fisher. They both have 165 losses, so he needs nine more. Right. By the way, terrific coaches. He will break the real all-time record if you include playoff losses, which is Tom Landry, as you mentioned, Jerry. He has 178 playoff yeah. losses, and Mr. Bill well, 178 total with the playoffs. That's correct. That would be a lot of playoff <laughs> losses. That's correct. He's been coaching for 177 years. So if he gets nine more losses this year, he becomes the all-time losingest coach. Yeah, also ever. about become the all-time winningest coach if they ever win again. But it just goes to show, Jerry, I, 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 I kind of felt philosophical as I was reading this yesterday that, you know, for all of the great things we think about Bill Belichick and all of the rings and all of the Super Bowl appearances, a lot of losses. Yeah. Tom Brady lost three Super Bowls. Tom Brady yeah. lost playoff games. Yes. But also won the most Super Bowls that we've ever seen. With, with success comes a lot of failure. Yeah, that's can't, good. Can't be afraid of failure because it's going to happen. And it's like the ch- the great Chumbawamba said, you get knocked down. But I get up again. But I'll get up again. And you're never going to keep me down. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know where. Just Chumbawamba. Just Chumbawamba over here. <laughs> Coming up today, yeah. a phil- philosophical podcast on life. Featuring quotes from Chumbawamba. <laughs> I believe it was the great philosopher Chumbawamba, Jerry, who said, I get knocked down, but I get up again. And you'll never keep me down. Now, and, uh, th- is Bill Belichick alerted to this? Do you think he knows no, this he knows. today? Yeah, I think he knows. I mean, do I think that in the state that this team is in, they're, hey, coach, you do know you could become the all-time biggest loser in the NFL by the no, I don't think that's happening. But do I think he sees all the notes? Yeah, he's a he's a football nut. He knows this stuff. Do you think a reporter will ask him about that this week? Although he's not no, breaking any you're record not doing this it week. Yet. You're right. So I if think, he gets eight more losses that yes. week of that game, they, they're going to be like, yeah. Know, and I I think you ask it as I don't think you say, hey, coach, you know you're going to be the biggest loser if you if you, yeah. if you got the worst coach ever, coach. But I think the way you would phrase that, I think would be what does it say about your longevity and success that like you could become you could have the most losses as a head coach in the NFL. I think you phrase it in a way that it's almost complimentary. If prior to this you would have said who's the most losses in NFL history, I would not have guessed Mr. Tom Landry, Jerry. That guy was class. He was class. Suit. But you you lose a lot when you win a lot, you lose a lot. Cool hat. Very cool hat. I love the top hat. It was awesome. The fedora. Was I that used what to it was? like, uh, yes, Fedor. I used to like when the Cowboys would get to the line and they'd all stand up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Cowboys cool. do that now when a game is done. What do you mean? When you a really game don't is watch done? games at all, huh? I watch a lot of games, Jerry. When the cow, when a game is in secured in hand, they do one Landry up down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, at the at the very end, it's usually either the last snap or the snap prior to the last snap of a game. How about that? I always wondered how that wasn't a false start. Because they're not set yet. Oh, okay. Like, I want to know. I know we got to take a break real quick. Even like last night, it was very loud. Why is it okay that the guard can tap the center? 
If I'm if I'm nose to nose with the and I see that movement, why is that not enough to get me going across the line? And I'll tell you another thing I'm tired of because this happened over the weekend too with uh, with Jalen Hurts. I am sick and tired of the quarterbacks allowed to bark, nod their head, lift their leg, sway right, do anything they want, and that's not a false start. Yeah. It's too much. It is too much. Too much. It's Any to, movement. It sucks to be a defender. Oh, my gosh, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We're late. 539. We'll come right back, and then uh, Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, quarter to six. What's up? It's Tuesday. Week six in the NFL is over. Cowboys win. You had the uh, Rangers win. The Devils lost. It's a busy night, actually, for a Monday. Yeah, Jerry, Baseball. I know we we talk about uh, that there's so many different podcasts out there, and it's like, oh, my gosh, there's like a, few. A, a million different podcasts. Plus our new philosophical one that drops today. Uh, yes, it's going to be dropping today <laughs> later on. But I did see uh, a four- to five-minute clip of a podcast that uh, looked very interesting. Well, at least the, the, the part that I heard. It was, uh, it was I guess it was whatever Shannon Sharp's podcast is called. Yes. Oh, you sent me five minutes. I got to sift through. Well, it's like four and a half minutes. Oh. It's good stuff, though, Jerry. Four and a half minutes, uh, Shannon Sharp was talking to Ocho Cinco. Mm-hmm. And they were having a conversation about uh, women... Uh, and couples going to the bathroom in front of each other. Oh, all right. And they had two completely different views, and I want to see where you stand. <laughs> Shannon Sharp does not want to know when his girlfriend or wife, whichever one you have, is in the bathroom going number two. Right. I'm not interested. I couldn't agree more. Doesn't want to know about it. Yeah, me too. Do your business. Leave me alone. Don't want to know. Right. In fact, and he's respectful as well absolutely he will he said he goes to his guest house on the property or will send and even that he doesn't want her to know he's even going far away to poop right that he said he has uh, sent his girlfriend to hey could you run up to whole foods and get me so he can have some time so he could go to the bathroom ojo cinco on the other hand thinks that you're really in a committed relationship oh shut up when you have the door open, oh God, and the woman no, uh, or he is pooping That's or farting, that is disgusting. And Shannon Sharp said he once broke up with a woman who passed gas in front of him. <laughs> Ocho Cinco said he encourages the passing of gas and will rate the sound on a one to ten. <laughs> So they were on complete opposites, and Shannon Sharp was absolutely disgusted by this. I'm behavior. sure he was. I, you know what? I'm not as extreme as Shannon Sharp, but I am on his side. Yeah, you know what's really weird with this stuff is when you go away on vacation. Oh, and you really learn. And you're in a hotel room. Yeah, sure. With, and you see the other person's habits. Yeah, with one yeah. bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the one thing I do like to do 
is because I'm up early, as you know. Yeah. And, and when I'm on vacation, I still want to get up at 6. I want the entire day. I want to be able to – I still want to go to bed at 11, and I want to get up at 6.30. I want to start my day. I don't care if, if Kim and the boys are sleeping until 10 o'clock. I don't care. I want my morning. Lobby. Yeah. I want to be out of the ho- out of yep. the room, and I want to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. do my business somewhere else. Right. I don't need to be doing that. In another, in the same room as them. Yeah, because it's one thing like they go, oh, early on in a relationship. Of course not. But even like you said, you're married a long time. A long time. You do not want to be. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yes. And I will, by the way, I will never knowingly or purposely fart in front of somebody. That's disgusting. <laughs> yes, it is. Some people love farts. Like uh, I, We know a few. Yeah. We know several, actually. I don't like farts. <laughs> I'm Boomer Esaias. <laughs> I don't think farts are funny. <laughs> no, you do. That's where I'm calling BS on that. Because when Eddie starts going to town with those drops. Oh, fake farts. Yes, correct. I hear you cackling. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> so that's not You're true. Right. <laughs> You're right. Fake farts are funny. I don't like when somebody farts to be so funny. So you wouldn't be a fan of being in an elevator when someone lets loose. <laughs> no. So... So you're, you're never, with Shannon Sharp on this. Yeah. And I was never like that. Like, even my friends growing up, we never did farts as jokes. We never had the whoopee cushion? Jerry. Come on. You never had a whoopee cushion? Uh, my nephew has a whoopee cushion. That is fun. That is funny. Oh, a whoopee cushion is funny. Yeah, that's it's funny. You know what it is? It's, the, the, it's not the sound that bothers me. It's the scent. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's so disgusting. I, I'm with you. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I think it's not a terrible idea if you go away is to try to get some sort of like secondary room. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The lobbies. A lot of times the lobbies in hotels have very, very nice, nice bathrooms. Very clean. That no one uses. Yeah. That no one uses. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And especially if you go down in the morning, like you're saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. When we went to Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach? Yeah. No, Williamsburg this summer. So, you know, I get there and we weren't, I wasn't supposed to go. So Matthew and I just went for one night to meet them because they were there for a baseball tournament. I was working, so we wasn't we weren't planning on going. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go for the one night because their games were scheduled late in the afternoon on Friday, and they won Saturday morning, and then we were done. Like I can get down there for both games, even though I missed the other three. And so we get down there. We had to figure out where we were going to sleep. It's one night. The place is sold out. We weren't getting another room at that point, and it was tight. So I wake up the next morning. I head to the lobby. And here was the problem. I mean, I was really you I were rearing to go to where I ended up at a McDonald's. Oh no! Because because a beautiful woman was at the front desk, and the hotel lobby bathroom was right across. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way you were not that I was going in there. And if you ended up in there for fifteen minutes, you come out. I wouldn't have been able. To- <laughs> To look at her. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so as soon as I walked in, I saw the lobby. I'm like, all right, back out. Now what do I do? McDonald's? A brand new McDonald's. Okay. And it was a terrific experience. Okay. It was but 6 you... o'clock in the morning. There was nobody there yet. But you had to get in your car to do this? Yeah. So you went, you yes. left your hotel room where there was a bathroom. Correct. Went downstairs to the lobby where there was a bathroom. I had to walk up the block to the lobby. Yes. <laughs> Dude. And then in a, into your car to go up to a McDonald's. Correct. <laughs> that took some effort on my part. But wow. when all was said and done, I felt great. Right. <laughs> all right. So you're more Shannon Sharp than Ocho Cinco. Uh, yeah, 100%. I appreciate that. I'm definitely on Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Again, I got it. Not as extreme. Yeah. That's where you living by yourself has got to be a dream. Oh, it's so great.
do this. <laughs> All right, we have to take that. <laughs> we, I don't know why. It's such a jackass. <laughs> Those are the funniest ones, the quick. The I quickies. think the long drawn out ones oh, are like actually ones? that don't end. <laughs> All right, Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jack Pocket. Or- <laughs> Jack Pocket, order official state lottery games on your phone. Here's Amy Lawrence. We're talking Cowboys. I'm Amy Lawrence with an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. I've uh, got about 45 seconds or so left. What else, Al? Jerry, I was uh, seeing uh, some random person on Twitter. I really don't even know who it was. They said, uh, Giants locker room divided, Jerry. Some players want Tyrod Taylor. Some people want Daniel Jones. Okay, great. So they asked Brian Dayball if there Which is Which ones a- want to win? <laughs> Oh, my God. Right. The other 98% of the locker room want neither of them, Jerry. <laughs> oh, my God. They want Danny. Who was there? A backup? Vinny DeVito? Vinny DeVito, hey. your guy. <laughs> You're dying to see we on the field. We want Vinny DeVito. Oh. <laughs> Can Vinny DeVito get in one game this he year, might, Jerry? Yes, absolutely he could. I mean, if this neck thing, if he gets hit again, yeah. you could see this spiraling to a, a place where Daniel Jones doesn't play much if he gets hit one more time. And then Tyrod Taylor, I mean, the poor guy can't even get a shot without getting his lung punctured. I mean, he's he's had issues staying on the field. So, yes, it's very possible we see Vinny DeVito. He's got to hand his cigarettes to the uh, ball boy. <laughs> WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.